Hello. Welcome to Heard and Healed Podcast to our segment called What's Going On? Will you send me in your current situation, problem, or dilemma and I give you some outside perspective and advice. If you would like to be featured, check the email or check the description box. You'll find my emails, buildingpodcast at yahoo.com, but you'll find it in the description box. Let's get into it. This topic focuses on self-esteem. It says, hello, Nini. Just wanted to reach out to you about my current situation. Me and my husband have been together for 14 years and married for seven. I am 32. He is 29. Throughout our marriage, it has been a battle for him masturbating to porn. It has completely lost my self-esteem and I've lost myself. I have a codependency on him. I was his first and only, and I have almost left him because of this. He doesn't talk to me about his feelings very well, so when we talk about it, he says it isn't me, there's nothing wrong with my body, and doesn't give me a reason for why he actually continues to do it. I learned to keep my hurt feelings to myself after a couple weeks ago when I expressed that I'm holding on to the past and it hurts and I'm scared. I'm fearful of him stepping out on me, which he never has. He is wonderful to our, with our family of two, our children of three and five. But I've lost myself, and I don't know how to stop worrying about this throughout the day and refocus back on myself. I'm currently in therapy. I just started, but what are your words of encouragement? Is it worth staying in my marriage to fight? I'm praying and asking God to heal our marriage, but on a day-to-day basis, my fear and anxiety remain, remains. So this is what we got going on. Homegirl says that her husband has an issue with masturbating. And this has been a big part of their marriage. They've been together for 14 years, but married for about seven years. And because he won't stop masturbating, this has affected her. You know, she's questioning, you know, is it me? Is my body good enough? He's reassured her. She said that he's never cheated and stepped out on her. But this is a big issue for her that brings her a lot of anxiety and fear and worry. You know, this is common in a lot of relationships and I'm no expert in talking about porn addictions the first thing that kind of stood out to me was that he's 29 so am I you guys are both young he's younger than you whenever there's an issue with porn and masturbation in a relationship especially with either spouse one of the spouses or the persons always feel you know not enough or less than right this is a question i would like to pose to you especially because you are highly affected by it what i'm sensing is that in some part of you guys' marriage but let's look sex life you probably feel like you're not pleasing him enough anyway um even further you may feel like he's not even pleasing you enough you know generally because this is affecting you right It's giving me the sense that, okay, maybe during sex, their sex life isn't probably as um, frequent as it should be. Maybe it's not as spicy as you would want it to be. So I would pose to you, like, are there any barriers in you guys' sex life? Like, you know, what are you guys doing? You can come and tell me, like, no, our sex is great, our sex is fine, but I really kind of want you to think about that. The reason why I pose the question is because it's something that you're worried about. He's never stepped out on you. You mentioned something that you spoke, you expressed your feelings to him about a past event. I don't know what that's in reference of, so I can't speak on that. But I'm assuming that he wasn't as open to hearing your feelings about it. I understand how, honestly, as a female, you may feel a little bit like, (laughs) What do you see in that? But I'm going to tell you, and this is for anybody who's listening, a person with a porn addiction or a masturbation addiction 
10 times out of 10 has nothing to do with you and everything to do with that person. So I want to tell you now that this is not a you problem. This is a he problem. It's important for you to bring this up to your therapist, though, because this is something that you got to talk about on why it affects you. Because honestly, you're associating porn with something. You know, I don't know if you're for associating with porn, fantasizing means... This is what this person wants. This is what this person wants to do. What I've learned over time is that we all kind of have our own vices. And when I say vices, I'll, I'll change this. We all kind of have our own things that we are turned on by, right? Um, not necessarily mean we would do it in real life. Not necessarily means that um, we will act on it. But there's some things that just kind of turn us on. And some of these things we do want to do in real life. I will pose a question. I mean, I pose a question. Throw something out there, though. Like, sometimes you have to be careful of people who have, you know, masturbation and porn addictions. Because at some point, you know, you do wonder, like, what's really happening, what's really going on, and are they doing something in secrecy? What I have noticed, even working in this field, but then just in real life, you know, people have some type of secret. <laughs> behind this type of porn and masturbation. When I say secret, either they're engaged in online communities, either they're talking to someone who shares a likeness in fantasy, um, or they're exploring something else. Generally, I'm not saying it applies to you or your husband. I don't know if talking to him about his porn addiction is going to get him to talk more. I, I don't think so. I like I said, generally when a person is addicted to masturbating and porn, it's a them problem. I don't even know if encouraging therapy to him, he's going to be receptive to it. Because more than likely, he probably don't see it as an issue. He's a male, you know. Um, but I won't just chalk it up and say, oh, he's a male. It's also important to note, like, what do you mean is an addiction? What do you mean is an issue? Because that's different, too. Like, we sometimes put our own variables on when someone should masturbate or when somebody should watch porn. And then if they exceed our variables, we call it an addiction. So that's important to identify, too. And I would encourage you to talk about that with your therapist. What is an addiction? Is he watching porn five times a day, you know, and uh, masturbating five times a day? Or have you noticed he's, he's done it daily? You know, do you know he do it every couple days? It's unfortunate, though, because if you do not talk about this more, and when I say talk about it, I want you to explore what are you associating the porn addiction to you? Why is that affecting you? Because honestly, there are some feelings of loneliness that you have. And I don't know if he and his porn addiction necessarily started this low self-esteem. If I'm correct, I feel like it may have always been there. But knowing that he is attracted to some sort. You know, if I can get deep now, I'm like, okay. You know, how did you guys get together? You know, like, do you feel like he was a catch? Do you feel, does he feel like you was a catch? You know, like when I say a catch, meaning like, oh, he looks better than me. I, I, I didn't know I would deserve a guy like this. You know, because generally if you are affected by this, something is a factor here. Your guys' sex life, you know, does you, do you not turn him on? Are you more reserved in bed and he's not? Is there, are there some desires and things that he would like to do that you're just not willing to do? Does it affect you? Like, girl, you're going to have to talk about that with your therapist. But I want you to focus more so on you and not him. Because this porn thing, girl, that's a him issue. That really is a him issue. And he may not even see it as an issue, you know. 
All jokes aside, I know I probably would be affected by it too, but it really depends on how often my person is watching porn and masturbating. And also too, what are the factors? Do you do it when I leave and you can't wait to do it? You know, it's a conversation to really have and talk about. Um, and generally, if you are posing it to be a problem, the person on the receiving end is going to feel judged. And I'm going to tell you this, he's not going to open up and be honest about it. So it's very much so difficult. I would say get to the core of why it affects you and start there. I also want to tell you that your self-esteem cannot lie in the hands of a man, especially not sexually. You told me that he takes good care of the family. He's good with your children. He's never stepped out on you. You guys have a really, really good marriage. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, if all these things are good, why is this such a prominent factor when it comes to sex? Is any way you guys' stuff, sex like affected? Meaning... Is he addicted to porn so much that he can't even please you sexually? And this is why I'm feeling so low about it. Like, girl, you really got to get to the core of it. So, you know, my biggest advice to you, and I'll repeat this for the third time, I want you to focus more so on why are you correlating the porn to your self-esteem? Why does his masturbation equates to me feeling low about myself. Because sometimes we have some type of irrational belief as it relates to porn and our self-esteem. So it may be important for you to get to the bottom of that. But I want you to do understand that you have to kind of like take your heart off your sleeve. And then this may not have anything to do with you and a lot to do with him. Um... When there are people, and again, I don't know any information about you, your husband, his background, but generally when somebody abuses porn or has some type of masturbation type of issue, it's related and embedded in trauma, sexual trauma, but I'm not here to diagnose or or I'm, I'm just not here to do that. I don't have enough information and that's not my stance in this. I just kind of want to give you a little insight. It could be that. And if so, that's not something you could really fix. Now, does this mean you should leave your marriage? Because that's what you asked me. In no position to tell you to leave your marriage. I think you took the first step in going to therapy and talking about that. And I think that as you make your process and your way through therapy, you may explore, you know, how to resolve this and or bring up other issues you have. Because if this sex thing is the biggest thing that's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to leave the marriage, then that's something you really got to talk about. I always say that people have boundaries in relationships, i.e., Cheating sometimes is not enough for a person to leave. Maybe a baby is, though. You know, maybe abuse is, though. Sometimes people have boundaries. What I'm hearing for you is that he's never cheated on me. But the sex thing is a boundary. So I'm, con- I'm, I'm considering leaving. Girl, that's important to really talk about. That really is. I don't know if it's a big enough boundary. I can't decide. That's up to you. But because you are in therapy, I want you to talk about it. Don't wait for your therapist to bring it up. And that's any advice to anybody. When you have some type of issues going on, don't sit and wait for your therapist to like pull the teeth. I want you to understand that therapy is your space. That person is there to help you. They cannot help you if you withhold anything. It's a trusting type of process. But I always tell people, when you start therapy, get straight to it. 
talk about it. I know you want to build rapport with the person. I get that. But sometimes you can't get the help that you need because you personally, and this is people, hold back on what's really, really going on. And the therapist ain't going to read your mind. You know, a therapist is not there to pull your teeth. So now that I've given you some good insight, maybe you could take that, excuse me, maybe you could take that to your therapist and talk about it in that way because it's important. Um, I think, too, that... You know, self-esteem is a big thing. This is something that I've talked about or on my Instagram story. A lot of times, we place our own, uh, what do I want to say? We give people the power over self-esteem. Understand, self-esteem is how you view and feel and think about yourself. And sometimes we place that into the hands of others and it changes the language to how other people view and feel and think about me. That's not what self-esteem is. So it's important for you to really understand that his act of porn and masturbation has caused you to feel less than. But I want you to explore what do you feel and think about yourself because that should trump anybody else's outlook and view of you and this is a message for everybody understand self-esteem should never be in the hands of others now i'm gonna kick it to you straight a lot of times our self-esteem is impacted by what others do and it sometimes makes us believe these things based on what they said based on what they've done us it makes us believe this is who we are but it's important for everybody to know that self Esteem is based on how you view and think about yourself, not about others, what they view and think, not about what others have said as collective. It's about what you think. Somebody very much so can tell me, you are loud, or this has happened all the time. You loud, you laugh a little bit, your laugh is a little crazy, your laugh is just, you know, obnoxious. I have heard that all my life. People really have an issue with my laugh, right? Now, because so many people have told me that it's been a repeating thing naturally, right? I can identify with that and say, you know what? Let me soften my laugh a little bit. Let me classify my laugh a little bit, right? But what I have done is taken other people's judgments on my own behaviors and made it to be true. Instead, I like my laugh. I feel like my laugh is funny. So I stand in my laugh and I continue to laugh how I laugh because it's how I view my laugh, not how other people view my laugh. I give you that spiel because it's important for you to understand why are you allowing his view of you impact your view of you. And honestly, we may have to separate that his view of you may honestly correlate with your own view of yourself. So self-esteem is something you really ought to talk to, especially since this is a big factor in your mar- in your marriage with his porn and his masturbation. I hope that I've given you some good insight. What I do want is for everybody who listens to this podcast, especially if you're listening to us on YouTube. But if you're not, come on over YouTube and go into the comment section and give our homegirl some good advice too. give it from another perspective. I ain't got all the answers sway. So I would love for somebody else to help her out too. If you agree, type you agree. And if you want to add on to what I said, definitely do it. I hope that I've given you some good feedback and some good things to think about. Thank you so much for sending in your story and allowing us to hear that, of course, and be able to give you some insight. It's difficult sometimes when we don't know who people are.
are right and they telling us about our life so i want you in the comment section whenever you do whoever does respond please be respectful that's how we talk to each other here please don't be judgmental we don't do that over here okay i really encourage you guys to go in the comment section and give some feedback also if you would like to be featured on what's going on send me an email at my email address is buildingpodcast at yahoo.com check the description box you'll see how to spell it anyways i'm out thank you guys for listening i can't wait to see you next week and we'll talk soon bye